Marijuana is legal everywhere. Because Amazon says it's going to be. America's going to learn a lesson in lobbying. We'll talk about that. Gold is back below 1750. The 10 year, no surprise, is back up near that 150 mark. Uranium sold off a little bit. The Fed had a meeting which told us absolutely nothing. China has decided that cryptos are shit and illegal, more importantly. So get your attorneys up. A lot to get to. I am Gerardo Del Real along with my co host, Mr. Nick Hodge. This is episode 136 of Bizarro World. Mr. Hodge, how goes you, sir? I go uh, very well, Gerardo. Uh, the meltdown that wasn't uh, that we talked about <laughs> last week is almost in a far distant uh, rearview mirror. And uh, we told you uh, as much in almost real time. And so uh, we'll continue to talk about uh, why that is. I'm sure it has to do with that uh, guy in the purple tie who told us nothing this week. The guy in the purple tie. That guy loves to hear himself talk. Um, I often put my tinfoil hat on and talk conspiracy theories and, you know, how I think the government manipulates shit because it does. And I'll be perfectly honest, Nick, and I know I'm going to go ahead and blow through the first four things that we had in mind, although we haven't shared that yet. But um, I I think the sell-off in cryptos and Bitcoin, I think it's a way to make... um, people that aren't as well off and aren't participating in the market better. Like, haha, I didn't lose money today. I think the sell-off in the uranium space these last couple of days is, it looks like ETF selling to me. I think it's a way to make people that missed the first run up and that are saying that this uranium bull is a head fake. It's a way to make them feel okay for a day or two. We'll see how that plays out. And and then we got gold, which has been put on timeout, right? And it's, and it's happened beautifully correlated again to that tenure, which as I mentioned, is now near that 1.5% percent mark at 1.46 the last time that I looked. So um, plenty of things there. The one thing that was slightly different for about 30 minutes this week, and I'm only saying that half jokingly, um, was the volatility. There was a bit more pronounced volatility. It was uh, more volume. It was larger percentage um, percentages on the volatility index. So any thoughts on that, Nick? I know you watched that like a hawk. I think that it was very fast and very violent, but it subsided uh, rather quickly. I'm just pulling up a chart. So, you know, it it didn't really break through that 28 to 30 level where we get really concerned. In fact, I was posting uh, charts about it as it happened, um, that it, it sort of went right to that downward trend line where it was and then, and then turned around, which was uh, further evidence that... Uh, the sell-off wasn't going to materialize into uh, something bigger. And so, um, you know, even since then, it's come way back down, right? Just showing you that it was another blip on the radar. Uh, And so, um, again, I think that's uh, behind us. The S&P is uh, back to, you know, within less than uh, 2% of of all-time highs. And uh, (laughs) I think that the bull market and uh, stocks continues – backstopped by that Fed, which I guess is something I really want to uh, hit home. I know that markets mm-hmm. mar- mar- market students listen to this thing and uh, you really got to talk about like frame of reference, right? Because, you know, this Fed 
a backstop has been in place for a long time and it has allowed a lot of people to get rich, including uh, Mr. Powell and his cohorts, as we're learning more and more uh, about. But, you know, uh, John and Jane uh, Doe and, <laughs> and, and, and Henry and Henrietta homeowner might not have as big of a, a, a grasp as uh, uh, of that right and, you know I, I try i was talking to my wife about it about you know inflation and rising prices and she was saying of course henrietta feels it um she knows what's going on and i say i say yeah but she uh, might not know the the true uh cause of it might believe that it's uh politically induced like one side or the other and not like uh, from higher above than that, right? That it's uh, bigger than that. The Fed's a non-governmental entity, right, Gerardo? And yeah, so, it's supposed and, to and, be. <laughs> and, and and also Henrietta is probably not participating in uh, the upside that presents itself uh, with that uh, inflation and that uh, bond and asset purchasing, uh, right? Because she's on the other end of that wealth inequality that it that it that it drives, and so um, I, I don't really have a an, an endpoint there. Just to say that you know that's the entire situation that it uh, creates, right? Like um, I w- I was sending out buy alerts on on Monday as the 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 market was quote unquote crashing, right? Hungry for more gains to, <laughs> to, to, to get our accounts to even, you know, higher record highs because that's what they're at this year as, as the stock market just absolutely uh, tears. It's up like 30% in the, in the past year. That's what a stock market goes up in normally like three years, right? They're just uh, absolutely gorging on, on, and that's just stocks. I mean, if you look at commodities, which, you should be because that's where you're getting uh, even more return. Uh, they're going up uh, even faster. And and again, it goes back to that guy trading in the copper or Henrietta um, uh, pinching literal copper pennies while uh, the, the other people, those of us who understand, uh, can uh, just own uh, copper assets or, or whatever it is. And I think uh, the mission is... Uh, to educate Henry and Henrietta and, and, and John and Jane uh, as simply as, as possible. And um, I'm, I'm hoping, I guess, that, that we do a decent job at doing that because, um, sorry, this is a really long thing, you know, um, you, you buy a bunch of assets, you support the rich that own those assets, those prices go up. Uh, meanwhile, the, the value of the dollar stays the same or devalues everything else, uh, it costs more for everything else in uh, dollar terms. And you mentioned a labor shortage at the beginning, and then you see signs for, uh, right, $15, $30 an hour, $1,000 signing bonuses, right, as this starts to, well, what they'll say in the headlines is, you know, spill the inflation is spilling over, but really it's just the wages, uh, you know, catching up to, to where they should have been. It's sort of like uranium, right? Like $50, $60 a pound uranium to incent new supply to come online. Well, it's like, 15 to 30 dollar an hour to incent new labor supply to come online and it's like not that different if you think about it that way and so um i hope that made a little bit of sense no i, I beautiful connections and beautiful segue um you know it's it's funny the, uh, the 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 ceo for southwest airlines um is looking to hire 13,000 new employees through 2022 but can't even get applicants and so he went to whataburger right the local burger chain and there was a job application that was stapled to his bag. And so he sat there and watched 
And every customer that came in and bought a hamburger or French fries or whatever they bought just automatically got a bag with their stuff inside and an application stapled. And so, you know, this is where we're at here in 2021, right? There's a labor shortage. People want to be treated better. People want to be paid more. People want to see upward mobility. People don't want to slave for slave wages. Um, and, and, and we can't find workers. And yet here we are again, and we discussed this last week, here we are again with the situation at the border where you have you know 8,000 Haitians that are looking to seek asylum and have left a horrific situation in Haiti, somehow made it all the way to Mexico and the best we could do is have a fucking disagreement about whether those were whips or reins that the Border Patrol was using. That's where we're at in 2021, right? There's a, a perfectly rational solution to a labor shortage. You go get qualified, vetted, background-checked people from south of the border or any country, and, and you invite them in and you work them into the system. And I'm not going to get into the whole rant about it again because I did that last week. You can listen to last week's episode if you want to hear how I feel about it. But this doesn't seem like rocket science. If you want cheap, consistent, reliable labor, there's a simple solution to it. We are so busy arguing the stuff that the media says we should be arguing about, like reins versus whips, that it 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 it, it gives me little hope until this political class is completely um, banished and we get some fresh blood in there because these groups ain't doing it. Watch me whip on my nene. <laughs> and that was episode 136 of Bizarro World, everybody. Thanks for listening in. <laughs> it's funny, not funny, but listen. No, so hold on, time out. This is a moment. The mining hunting guy just said, watch me whip on my nene. <laughs> so words I never thought I would hear. I'm gonna write this. I'm gonna write this moment down. This is the moment right here, Mr. Hodge. I will let you continue on whipping that nene. I know some other things. <laughs> um, so this is the connection that I was gonna make, right? And it goes uh, back to the government, but also to the marijuana market, which I I think you wanted to talk about. So <laughs> it's legal now. Uh, well, this <laughs> is everywhere. Amazon wants it legal because part partly for the labor shortage, right? Because if they can let people that smoke weed in, uh, then it opens up their labor pool, right? So they want to do away with uh, marijuana testing, and I'm sure they also want to fulfill. Uh, marijuana shipments via Amazon lockers and their their supply chains and warehouses, but that's further down the road. Anyway, uh, what I wanted to say was um, that's why they want it legal, but here's the hypocrisy of uh, the system and, and what people sort of fail together, right? Right now, right at this very moment, there's like a marijuana banking bill working its way mm -hmm. uh, through the House of Representatives and the, the Senate. The House of Representatives just tied it to a defense spending bill and the Senate is ready to pass uh, their own version of it. Uh, but it only helps the, the banks, right? It doesn't decriminalize the drug. It doesn't uh, do anything for the records of people that were arrested for marijuana-related charges or that are currently incarcerated for uh, marijuana-related charges. And so... Uh, that's sort of the hypocrisy, right? You've got a Democrat in office who everyone assumed was going to uh, legalize marijuana, but he doesn't, right? And he's shown no interest in doing so. And the only legislation that's going through is to help the banks 
Are you seeing where I'm going? Surprise! Meanwhile, they're whipping people at the at the border on their on their horses. The border patrol is. These are scenes out of uh uh you know uh the past four years right it seems like you, you know if i didn't know any better that biden was out there magaing right making america uh great again and so um that's what i wanted to say about sort of it doesn't matter who's in charge this is who the system is 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 set up to help and mm. so uh they're going to pass the banking legislation and 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 we'll see what happens with the uh, decriminalization but it's the same thing right you vote for uh change right you vote for the other guy and 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 what happens it's sort of the the same the same thing even and i tie it to taxes which we've also talked about recently um you know uh, and you said this so kudos to you is that uh, the tax things being proposed, the corporate tax rates were all bark and, and no bite. <laughs> and the corporations that, you know, Biden stands up there and says pay zero taxes are going to continue to pay zero taxes. The Wall Street Journal had an article about it this week, how these, this exactly that, the companies that pay zero taxes will continue to pay zero taxes. And yet Biden is standing up there this week saying uh, billionaires are, are are should pay their fair share. And it's like, yeah, but that's not what the fucking tax plans that you have on the table say. And so uh, it's just literal fucking bullshit coming out of all their mouths, man. And so uh, just to piss on the conservatives for one second, you got Tucker Carlson <laughs> going up there every night. Saying, wipe wipe yourself a, off, Democrats. <laughs> Your a, turn, conservatives. <laughs> there's a crisis at the border when they're out there whipping them back. Like, it makes literally no sense, Gerardo. Yeah. I'm very tempted to go on another rant, but I did it last week about the situation at the border and it became a bigger story this week. And now the Wall Street Journal has picked up on the, you know, the corporation uh, taxation bills that are not what was promised. And I, it's highly ironic to me that it'll be Amazon that gets marijuana legalized in this country. Yeah, it's a bizarro world, right? It is a bizarro world. Well, if you believe that marijuana will be legal soon. And if you believe that organic is the way to go, I got something for you, Nick. I'm ready. Volvo, the company Volvo, is now adopting Tesla's vegan leather stance for cruelty-free interiors. <laughs> Let me say that again. Volvo is adopting Tesla's vegan leather stance for a cruelty-free interior. It will be taking an ethical stand for animal welfare in its electric vehicles. The Swedish automaker officially announced that every new fully electric model will come with a completely leather-free interior. And they are doing this to be a progressive car maker and address all areas of sustainability and responsible sourcing and respect for animal welfare. And so I love animals, right? I know you love animals. I am all for making sure that we are cruelty free and that we are just and that we are humane. Um, it'd be nice to apply that to humans as well, even if they're at the border, that would be awesome. Um, but come on, Nick. Are, I mean, are you rushing to get a new Volvo now that they're going to adopt a vegan leather stance for cruelty-free interiors? It wouldn't be my reason for purchasing, though. <laughs> I can totally see the positioning in the uh, current marketplace, for sure. 
it, 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 it's I, interesting times man. <laughs> I, ha- I have i have some other thoughts if you uh don't mind i don't mind so uh, a couple of things I, I thought of um one is a bit hypocritical right i was thinking about let me write down the other so i don't forget <laughs> I, was think- I was thinking about i was saw a report this week that the uh number of children uh who are forced to work in labor uh, around the world is uh, back on the rise after being on the decrease, mm. uh, being on the decline for uh, a, a while. And I didn't read the the whole report, but um, my immediate takeaway or what my gut immediately said was um, it's surprising when, you know, commodities are back on the rise, right? And we need more well, it's not surprising, you know, that, it's, you know, you need more of these everything at higher prices that uh, kids are going back to work. And so I've said for a long time that soon you're going to see on these electric vehicles mm-hmm. a report about the life cycle sustainability of the, uh, the components in the batteries and have made investments <laughs> to that effect. And so uh, going down that rabbit hole for a second, it's funny because. <laughs> uh, one of my good friends this week sent me a text, a Bloomberg article about um, how green metals, the obscure metals needed for the green revolution are, um, you know, going to make people a, a fortune. And it's funny because they've already been making people fortunes like for half a decade. And so and this is one of those simple truths that you were saying, right? There's simple. Some things are so simple that it makes you rich. Uh, but that's like the underbelly of that. Right. And so. Uh, obviously, the real trend is the electrification of everything and climate change. But uh, inside of that is uh, the green marketing, right, which goes uh, to to vegan leather uh, seats. And so uh, I'd be more interested in knowing where the components of the battery came from than the sustainability of the interior. But uh, that's just me. The other thing I thought when you were uh, when you brought that up is that. Um, another big trend that I think is is happening um, is the the plant thing, and it's part of the sustainability trend. But it's more than that; it's more uh, chemistry based, and even larger than that. I think this has to do with bigger shifts in society that I won't talk about right now. But it, it's called biomimicry, and it's about using the processes and cell structures and synth- syntheses of nature to do things that we need to do in industry. And a couple of classic examples are exactly this. Uh, like leather, for example, you know what pleather is, right, Gerardo? Like sure, uh, it's Fugazi, Fugazi leather. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah, shiny black shoes or polyvinyl chloride PVC or, or all that. But you can make that with uh, plant cellular structures, right? And so you and I know a company that mm-hmm. um, is get, is in the mushroom space, and and one of the things you can do with mushrooms and is being done with mushrooms is use them to make a, a quote-unquote vegan leather or plant-based leather and you know that's not just pie in the sky uh that's adidas is selling shoes made out of that and so i think that's um you know while vegan leather for cars is a cute marketing thing and uh, there's a way to invest in that and i think there's a, a piece where that fits into uh, a larger trend but to answer your original question uh, it's not uh priority or a a major selling point for me right now no i just imagine a day where you buy a car and there is a little sticker on the side of it and it's you know (laughs) it's a cruelty-free interior and there's a picture of the little hands that sewed everything together for you 
Love it. PETA, PETA, PETA certified. <laughs> China says it may be the first to ban Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin took a pretty, pretty heavy hit. Down over 5%. Um, there's speculation other countries will want to join in on this ban. We know China's got issues with pollution. We know that um, the mining of cryptos isn't the most environmentally friendly um, endeavor. I, 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 I would like to believe that this is why China has decided to, to, to look into banning cryptos. But um, I, I, <laughs> everything in my brain tells me that's probably not the case. <laughs> what do you think about this so-called ban? Do you think it's, uh, it's real? Do you think it's uh, one of these stories that's good for a Friday sell-off and then everybody loads up and then we're at 60,000 at the end of next week? I do. I think that it's a nothing. <laughs> I think that it's a nothing burger, like ever grand or grande was a, a nothing burger, or you know, just like they. What do they do? They banned video games a couple of weeks ago. I don't think it affects the market or um, the larger money in the market uh, one way or uh, the other. Crypto is uh, getting interesting. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, Ethereum uh, last week. Uh, I'll report, I guess, that I dipped my toe into the water. You're editor is now a bitcoin and <laughs> ethereum owner um we'll see how it goes um for reasons that i guess we'll discuss more in the future but the china thing i don't think uh matters it's it's grown beyond that and uh, even here at home and the things we've talked about here Gerardo, because we have our finger on the pulse are, are coming to pass like uh, -huh. uh the the DeFi stuff and and these wall street funds that are buying <laughs> Uh, altcoins, but uh, shit coins, uh, but ones that are uh, involved in, you know, the building the backbone of the, uh, you know, blockchain and, and, and the financial trans transactions that can be expedited, you know, the whole drill and done faster and uh, kept more transparent, etc. And so, you know, that that's happening. And I think it's at the point now where it's a, it's a real thing. And so, yeah, the China thing is no, it's good for a Friday sell off, like you say, which yeah, that's why I'm an owner now. I still pay $10 to send my parents money to Mexico. And then they have to walk to a store to pick it up. And they do this every month. And I do this every month. And every time I do it, Nick, I sit there and I think I'm literally giving Western Union $10 to push a button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There, I mean, you know, it, it, the future is going to look different than, than than the present looks, everyone. And you know what? If if you're able to take a contrarian stance and we're not going to get everything right. Nobody does. But if, if you can get ahead of a trend and we've said this before, but you could be early and, and you can pick three out of five winners, you can do phenomenally well for yourself. We know a gentleman that in his spare time taught himself everything about cryptos and was able to turn a couple of thousand dollars into a six-figure day, right? A six-figure portfolio on the side, on the side, self-taught. There wasn't no university class. He doesn't have a master's in, in crypto mining, right? But he was eager and hardworking and was willing to put his intellect to the test and back it up by capital. And Look, that's a that 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 was a, a a bet that has paid off handsomely for him thus far, and you know there's going to be a lot of those stories, and I agree with you 100. percent I think this pullback is noise. 
I think by Monday we get an article where China comes out and says we were misquoted or the article's wrong or no, 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 it's not what we're doing. We just want to be, you know, more sustainable and responsible and caring to the environment. And then we are looking at options or alternatives, but we're not going to ban it. Um, those are my thoughts. We'll see. We'll see. And just like there's uh, vegan leather for your Volvo, there is uh, cryptocurrencies now that uh, are projects. That's the hip word for them now, projects that are focused or at least espouse as uh, part of their uh, ethos, you know, uh, energy consciousness. So we'll see, you know, there's uh, a lick of ice cream for everybody. A lick of ice cream, indeed. You can lick it while you whip your nene. <laughs> We've made 10% in two days on Playboy this week. <laughs> Good work if you could get it. <laughs> oh, gold. Gold is in a timeout. Gold closed at 1747. I look every day at my portfolio and every day it's like Christmas, Nick. And so I know it's not the most ideal scenario to be happy to see one portion of your portfolio going down. Um, that's, that's hedged of course, by the fact that my uranium portfolio is doing so well, but I still get giddy because I think gold's going to give me another month or so. Remember, I thought that by the end of the year, um, and I still do, we're going to be, you know, over $2,000 again. And I think we're going to have some great momentum. And I think we're getting close to that final shakeout, but a lot of people have been saying that for 13 months. Um, a lot of opportunities in the space right now. There's a couple of copper names as well that we'll discuss here in a little bit. But what are your thoughts on gold? You're the chartist amongst the two of us, Nick. You know, I'm feeling well, once bitten, twice shy. I was telling you about my Kinross purchases, and and that's even down from what I thought was a, a good entry point. Um, some people, some technical people, more technical than me, will tell you that. You know, gold indices are uh, in danger of breaking down if they uh, don't hold support here. When I look at the chart, I can see that. Um, I guess my counter argument, counter argument, counter argument would be that it would be similar to uh, what we saw earlier this week in the stock market, right? Very uh, deep, but very uh, brief. And so, um, <laughs> Playboy will do that to you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Get in there. Um, it could it could definitely sell off like I'm not banging the gong about uh, gold stocks uh, right now. And it continues to be uh, a function of, um, you know, uh, other things going up faster, inflation presenting itself in uh, other places. And uh, again, if it does happen, it'll be brief and an opportunity, but it could happen. And I guess I would leave it there. Absolutely. So I, I, I think this is a good uh, spot in the podcast to, to kind of maybe give some actionable advice to people. Right. And this is, I think a classic example of, you know, will gold see three, four or $5,000. Yes. I absolutely believe that. I think if you look at the history of fiat currencies, if you put a dollar chart, I think if you put a chart up of gold and you correlate the two, you can kind of see that there's a pretty clear trend there. Will it happen next month? Will it happen next year? Will it happen in three years? That part, not so sure on. So what to do? hedge your portfolio. You don't have to be just in gold stocks. You don't have to be just in uranium stocks. You don't have to be just in copper stocks. Heck, you don't have to be just in the resource space. Nick just made 10% on Playboy. Beat that, pun intended. 
there's many approaches. There's many ways to make money in the market. I wrote about it earlier this week. You know, rates are still, despite them ticking up a little bit, are still near historic lows. Um, there's, there's, there's real estate. There's so many options out there. But the point of my editorial earlier this week was you have to do something. You can't sit idly by and not take the initiative to at least learn about the different options that, that, that could help you know, provide some more upward mobility for you and your family and help create, you know, riches and wealth that you can pass down to future generations, or at the very least, make it a comfortable life for yourself now, because you have all the powers that be, if you understand the structure and the way the system is set up and how rigged the game is, you have to use that to your advantage, or you're going to come up <laughs> on the short end of the stick. And then you, you, you wrote or had a video earlier this week, Nick, where you talked about playing with toothpicks. And that would be the second part. So my, my piece of advice here is you have to make sure that the capital that you're allocating, um, you know, that, 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 that you can leverage that and that you can grow that in a way that's actually significant because hundred percent of a dollar isn't going to do much for your lifestyle. Right. Do you want to explain the, uh, the, the toothpicks, uh, metaphor there? Yeah, and it's uh, it's even uh, bigger than that. So uh, yeah, it's playing poker with toothpicks, which somebody reminded me I left out half the fucking thing. So uh, <laughs> someone tall and bald. <laughs> um, it's playing yeah, playing poker with toothpicks, meaning that. And I was talking about how you see uh, all these videos now. Literally, like I googled uranium stocks earlier, and there's so many. <laughs> videos in the past like i told you everyone's going to be a uranium expert now right well everyone now uh, that has a financial related youtube channel or a wall street bets related channel has a five minute video up about uh uranium stocks and now and you know who's to say how much of their portfolio they uh really have in uranium stocks or, or how long they've really followed it but certainly uh one thing i've learned over time is that you've got to and make your shots count, right? Mm -hmm. uh, especially if you have conviction about uh, the trend. And so you were just talking about a little bit about portfolio construction, right? Yeah, and, yes. and I was talking about Jane and John and, and Henry and Henrietta. And so uh, they might not want to or be able to uh, speculate on uh, commodity uh stock right that's a, a small thing a copper or uranium or gold stock or uh whatever but they can certainly um buy franco nevada or they could even go in higher than that they could buy um like gdx um or even go in higher than that they could buy just like a, a fund that tracks the entire commodity uh, sector and and part of that video, I was talking about, you know, how I was able to outperform a financial advisor in the performance of sectors. And you were just talking about uh, real estate and other things. And it's um, that's sort of uh, how you do it. And you have to start somewhere, is I guess what I would say. And you don't start all the way at uh, speculations and, and writing checks in the private placements, but you can invest in the same trends because it's those simple truths uh, are simple truths. No matter what, that's sort of what makes them simple, right? And so whether you're buying uh, a copper ETF or a gold ETF or a, a tiny copper stock, uh, you're investing in the same trend. And so to get started, you buy a couple uh, larger funds uh, or companies that give you exposure to uh, the entire breadth of the market, right? Um, 
uh, whether that's, you know, a, a real estate fund or an industrials fund or uh, a technology stock fund. Um, and then once you have that established, and it's not something you have to monitor every day, right? And then once you have that established, uh, you can invest uh, in individual companies uh, on down the line. And I know this is <laughs> rudimentary, but there's a lot of people in the market uh, because of crypto, because of cannabis, because of uh, Wall Street bets, because of the pandemic. And so um, some of this uh, earlier uh, things, portfolio construction, how much to allocate is important to talk about, right? Um, and then once you're comfortable with that, then you take your bets, especially if you're comfortable about it and, and you invest in uh, what you know. So, right, if you like tech and you were just talking about the gentleman who taught himself crypto, great, you know, are you, um, uh, I don't know, a, a doctor, right? You probably like biotech stocks in the, in the, in the, in the medical space, right? There's, there's plenty of things down there. And so uh, I don't want to continue going down this road in the podcast, but uh, I think that's a bit of an answer to your question. And then once you do make speculations, even in those uh, larger funds uh, or speculations, yeah, you have to own enough to uh, make it matter, right? And there's... Uh, literally thousands of things you can own. And so if you're making a portfolio of uh, call it 20 or 30 to 50, then yeah, you really uh, got to make it count. And folks, if you subscribed to Nick's letter and you like tits, you could have even made 10% in two days on Playboy. Yeah. And you didn't even really have to uh, like that. Even if you, you don't like them, you could have made money. You're being silly now, Nick. Who doesn't like tits? <laughs> right. <laughs> so does gold stay in the timeout for a little bit longer? Is that what that's that's what it looks like, right? I mean, if the tenure is not going to stay at these levels and then gold magically break out, although eventually that has to happen uh, for my my thesis uh, to, to to play out the way I think it'll play out. But uh, let, let let's assume that that doesn't happen. Um, I, I I don't see it happening soon, anyhow. Uh, what's, what's, what's the next move in the gold space or are there sectors, maybe even outside the resource space, playboy jokes aside, um, that, that you're more bullish on right now. You talked about, uh, cannabis a couple of weeks ago and then we, we, we got some news on the banking act and there was, you know, there was some, some, some renewed, uh, vigor there and interest. And obviously there's more than one way to skin a cat, which is kind of the message that we're trying to convey here, whether it's my resource specific stuff on my end that gives you exposure to multiple commodities um, and names and, and, and companies at different stages of their life cycle or something completely outside of that. Um, and, and also resources that Nick's got you covered on that end of it, but there's so many different ways to play, um, you know, the, the financial space and make some money. What do you like the most right now, Nick? First thing I'm going to tell you about skinning cats. <laughs> the dexterity on this podcast, folks, from tits to playboy to skinning cats within 60 seconds. I mean, I challenge any podcast out there to, 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 to show me more dexterity there. But I digress. Well, so do I. Have I ever told you about skinning cats? <laughs> no. Do you know what the, the, the saying comes from? No. <laughs> Do you think it's about skinning uh, an either a uh, four-legged animal or a catfish? I don't believe that to be the case. I thought for a long time it was about skinning catfish, but it is not. So uh, quick divergence here. Skinning a cat is uh, a southern thing. 
It's a rite of passage among adolescent uh, males, typically when they're, um, you know, pu puberty age, whatever, 10 to 15. And skinning a cat is when you find a tree uh, that is strong enough to support you only till about uh, halfway up and then it starts to bend uh, and <laughs> fall to the ground. And so in order to skin a cat, you have to climb it all the way up and ride it down. And so it takes some skill to do this because you have to balance your weight and there has to be some upper body strength involved. And so because uh, if you let go, the tree smacks you right in the face or the nuts because it's starting to bend <laughs> over. Right. And so uh, there's multiple strategies to get to the top of a, of a sapling tree when you're a young boy. And uh, that's why there's multiple ways to skin a cat. Do you know what dexterity means? The definition of it? I do. What is the definition of dexterity? The ability to go both ways or, or, or use your hand uh, in, in multiple manners. There you go. The skill in performing tasks, especially with the hands. And that, mm. folks, is how you tie in Playboy, skinning cats, mm. dexterity, and the likes. Ta-da! You asked me what I like, the answer would be. I forgot what I asked you. I, I got distracted with the tits and the dexterity and the cats. The As one does. Commodities, because the dollar is weak and things are, are still going to inflate, whether that's uh, uranium or copper, as we've already mentioned, but especially um, energy, which uh, I've been in on as well. Uh, pick your flavor there, Exxon or XLE or natural gas, which is uh, going absolutely berserk and it's not even cold yet. Um, you know, things that are priced in dollars, which are commodities, are continuing to uh, inflate. You're even hearing now about uh, fertilizer and things, which has, you know, been a no-go no for a long time, at least as uh, I've watched it. And then the, the other thing is, uh, real estate, the, the price of housing uh, is up, rent is up. We've talked about this. There's lots of REITs you can own. Um, you were writing about it. If you don't want to buy a house, you know, buy a REIT or whatever it is. There's lots of ways to uh, express that. And so um, those would be the things um, I'm, I'm looking to. Excellent. Last couple of deals for, for people that aren't aware. You help raise capital for companies, private and public alike. The last couple of deals that you wrote checks for, Mr. Hodge, what type of deals were they? I'm just curious. I have a spreadsheet. Let's make sure. In, alpha, well, were, in uh, alphabetic yeah. order, of course. Uh, it's in, uh, well, you know, I'm transitioning. It wasn't chronological, <laughs> but as I invest multiple times in companies, it's better to have alphabetical so they're grouped together. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> uh, the last couple of ones I did were, yeah, they're, 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 they're base metals and energy metals companies uh, uh, and the mushrooms, which we already touched on. So there's, uh, there's copper, there's uh, <laughs> copper gold, there's uh, gold, there's uranium and there's copper and um, yeah, I mean, you get the point. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm sure it's the same for you, right? <laughs> same. <laughs> same. Yeah. Very similar. I kind of knew the answer. I just figured, you know, everybody may be intrigued a bit to know where is Nick actually, you know, 
allocating his capital, right? It's impossible to buy everything or significant positions and everything, though God knows we've written a bunch of checks this year trying to, right? Um, but no, yeah, I think it's 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 good for people to know, okay, well, what what you know, what what's affecting the portfolio this week? What are you what are you allocating capital towards? What do you see? It's it's you know, it's one thing to write about the markets, as you mentioned. Um it's it's a completely other thing um to write a check into the markets and then see that money either go to money heaven or or grow exponentially, right? Yeah. Oh, you know what I didn't mention is a bit of like security tech. I've done like two security or three security tech deals. FBI was involved, I understand. In a couple of them, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I stayed, I, I stayed away. It was the CIA <laughs> and the FBI and me and the I, Alphabet I, Boys. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get to know them. <laughs> I, I try to as well, but they have a way of finding you. <laughs> So I'm going to put my tinfoil hat back on. So just as Amazon announces publicly, they are lobbying for marijuana legalization. The World Doping Agency is now going to review marijuana um, and and maybe take it off the banned substance list. And this, of course, um, comes on the heels of the young lady that was disqualified um, from participating in, in in the Olympics as a result of a positive marijuana test, as if marijuana would just give her an unfair advantage on that track, right? Sprinting away. But again, I think you're going to see a whole lot more of these stories just slowly than not so slowly uh, continue. You're going to have write-ups in the Wall Street Journal about you know, the medicinal benefits and how it's changed so many lives and how the war on drugs was one of the most evil things ever um, uh, perpetuated on, on, on the American public. Right. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I am actually optimistic that Amazon gets this done. I think there's a lot of money still to be made in the cannabis sector. We touched on it, uh, a little bit already. The banking component would be nice. The decriminalization and destigmatization and uh, what you're talking about here, the acceptance of that performance enhancing drug marijuana in the sports realm. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, Taking you know, 50 all- fucking years, everybody, to realize that marijuana doesn't give you an unfair advantage on the track. I, I, it's insane. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's what's ultimately going to make those companies uh, very, very profitable. And, um, you know, there's a handful of names there that have a lot of assets, dispensaries, and uh, large states and that are, you know, names you would want to to buy and uh, hold on to as this next cycle of legislation comes to pass. Agreed. Agreed. Um, before before we leave, I, I, I feel compelled um, to mention a company that I think presented a pretty good opportunity because of a sell-off today. So Patriot Battery Metals is a company that we helped finance at the 16 cent level. That company reached a 52-week high this week of 80 cents. Um, just three months later, and today pulled back pretty significantly down 25% to the 55 cent level. So it opened at 72, hit a high of 74, closed at the low of 55. I suspect, and I'll confirm by Monday, but I suspect there's probably likely a financing reason for the stock to sell off the way that it did today. Um, And if that is the case, then I suspect the people that are keen to write a check at the 55, 60, even the 50 cent level 
our, our, our supporters that didn't get enough of the 16 cent placement and are now looking to take a bigger chunk. That is a big speculation on my part. I will clarify this for you next week. However, I would take a look at Patriot Battery Metals. It just collared its first drill hole on the Corvette FCI property in Quebec. It's a perspective for lithium, copper, gold, silver, all the metals apparently. So um, catering to patriotism aside, which is what I jokingly called the company when it first changed its name (laughs) after advocating for a name change myself. Um, I, I, I think it's a heck of an opportunity at these levels. And let's see where it opens up on Monday and Tuesday. Names matter. I saw a study recently that said, uh, uh, easily remembered tickers um, uh, on average did better than tickers that weren't as easily remembered uh, given, you know, uh, similar, whatever, fundamentals. So names and tickers matter. Agreed. Mr. Hodge, anything else you're watching for in the markets this week? Any big plans oh. for the weekend? Any big plans for next week? I have my... Uh, Kids. My wife is out of town and so going to spend some time with all three of them for the next couple of days. That's going to be fun. Um, I think uranium is is going to, to have another go at it here. Um, I don't think that the story has uh, percolated uh, all the way through the market. I don't think that uh, the repercussions of the recent spot market uh, buying have uh, been reflected in the price and um, I think there's a, a lot further to go uh, in those names. And so uh, you'll be hearing more about that uh, from us in all forums and uh, all channels in the next coming weeks. I agree with you 100 um, percent. We're big on accountability around here. I encourage anybody taking financial advice or research or insights on the markets um, to, you know, to, to, to kind of like look at the timestamps and look at, you know, whether or not these people were talking about this stuff before the puck got to where it got. It's really easy 400% later um, to all of a sudden begin to talk about a, a, a commodity, just like it was really easy for everyone to become a crypto expert after Bitcoin, you know, got to 20, then to 30, then to 40, then to 50. Um, but yeah, you know, you want to make sure if you are getting research and insights from people that these are people that are actually, you know, in the space, knowledgeable, have a network. No one knows everything. Um, networks matter and, 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 and accountability matters and a track record matters. And it's good to be able to verify that the good and the bad, right? In that case, it goes back to the playing poker with toothpicks because mm. uh, some of that is about, and most of that is about traffic, selling ads and not necessarily uh, advice. So I would add to your list, skin in the game, because um, I write about and have been writing about and I'm interested in uranium and I give advice based on uh, positions that I uh, own, companies that I've uh, known for a long time and uh, the network we have in the space that was uh, developed uh, and nurtured well before the the past couple of weeks that will uh, continue to bear fruit uh, in the future, which is the last thing I'll say there, right? Um, you know, uh, follow up is is another thing as well, right? In navigation through as it continues to unfold. So, um, yeah, uh, we'll be putting out uh, a research as it uh, happens, starting uh, well now. The whipping of nays, tits, 
Playboy, the skin, skinning of cats, the dexterity. There's a lot we covered this week, Mr. Hodge. I am Gerardo Del Real, along with my co-host, the intelligent, the witty, the world-famous Mr. Nick Hodge. This was episode 136 of Bizarro World. Have a great week, everybody. Nick, send us off. Manene on out of here. See ya. <laughs>